Hey guys, hope everybody's having a good night. I wanted to continue, finish off the first conversation I did for you guys with Robin. Um, it's not really an interview. I would say it's more of a conversation. We had, um, we're going to do the official interview here this week and next week. And I told her, I said, I want to start um, from the very beginning. I want to start from like, you know, she said she's been having abduct abductions since she was four years old. And I said, I just, you know, I want to do something that most podcasters don't really do this. They don't really get the full story, you know, from, from the very first memory you have of having encounters till the very last one. So I, um, I really want to delve deep with, with, with everybody really just, uh, not just with Robin, but with everybody that I interview, I've got Brett, same thing. He's had a lifetime of experiences and there's just so many people I've talked to that it's the same thing for them. And some people even like Luke, um, he contacts me quite a bit and he's got an ongoing thing with like <clears throat> sleep paralysis and, you know, things that are dreams he's having and stuff like that. So it's, it's kind of an ongoing thing. Um, last night I had, I told Robin today, I said, you know, I had a really strange night last night. I said, I, after talking to her, I, um, kind of, I think I telepathically had, you know, communicated with some things that I, I thought were good, you know, but, um, it felt like when I woke up, I, something woke me up and it kept waking me up in the middle of the night. And I was seeing like, not orbs. They were like bars of light shooting across the room. And at one point, the first one I'd seen was, was like a really bright green color. And it just looked like this long bar that had, had like, it was like shooting across the room. And then there were other ones that were different colors. And I really felt something was going on last night. I was like, wow, this is really weird. Like it, like something was disturbed in, in the, um, the environment in my room and I, I could feel it. It was actually making me so I couldn't sleep very well. And then I finally just tuned it out. I have I had to kind of push it away and tune it out. Um, but there was definitely something that visited me last night. I don't know. I don't think it was very good. I felt, to be honest with you, I felt like it was reptilian in nature. That was what I was picking up on. And I forgot to tell you guys, there was uh, the other night, two nights ago, the night before last, I had gone to bed and... Um, I was laying there in bed and sometimes Tristan will come downstairs and he'll crash with me. He'll just like lay next to me and we'll watch TV and then all of a sudden he'll, he'll fall asleep. And he did this and, um, I couldn't understand something started vibrating in my drawer next to me. And I have this facial massager. It's a Neutrogena facial massager and I use it to do like a microderm abrasion and stuff like that for my face. This thing is very hard to turn on. It, it takes a lot to turn this device on and something just started like, you know, I, I felt this vibration sense next to me and I couldn't figure out what it was. I, I thought maybe it was my massager that I had next to me and I have like this foot massager thing and I checked it and it wasn't that. And I realized I, I looked in the drawer and I realized it was the facial massager. And I was like, what the heck is going on? This thing turned on by itself, like literally. And Tristan and I just looked at each other shocked because we'd both kind of fallen asleep and it woke us up and he looked at me and I looked at him and I was like, that's really weird. This thing does not, I mean, these are pretty hard devices to turn on. So it was pretty weird, but, um, yeah, I've just, I've been having some 
visitations from something lately. So it's been pretty crazy. But I wanted to continue this this um, conversation with Robin. There, There is a point. She starts out talking about a reincarnation story that is just fascinating. Um, the reason that we were talking about this. Now, I don't. I don't add everything to this recording for you guys because some of the stuff gets real personal. Like we were, what started off, we were talking about my granddaughter that had passed away when she was only an hour old um, from Potter's syndrome. So that's what started this whole conversation. But I didn't add all the details in there. And then there's some other things. We go down the line into some relationship stuff. So you're going to notice some breaks in the conversation again because there's just some things I'm not real comfortable you know, just kind of putting out there. It was just more personal between Robin and me. But um, if you hear breaks in the conversation, that's just me, you know, keeping some things that were personal between Robin and myself. So just bear with me. So um, here we go, guys. It's not about ever moving past it. Mm -mm. It's mm -hmm. more about an acceptance and learning how to deal with it. Yeah, you're just feeling like you're going to see him again, you know, one day. Yeah. That's how I feel. I'm going to well, be with him one day. Well, in my case, I actually did. Um, <laughs> laughing in my life is normal. Yeah. It's never going to be normal. Mine's the same way. And Don't feel better. Yours is a little bit more heightened than mine, but... <laughs> but well, what had happened was... Three years after Jonathan, he was he died because of medical malpractice. And so after he passed, I wanted to have another baby. And it took me three years to have another baby. And I had a little boy named Caleb. And when Caleb hit like three years old, he started talking about all these things. Mm -hmm. Except none of them were his memories. Wow. <laughs> that was the problem. And when Jonathan was a baby, uh-uh, really? Find your pen. Come on. My pigs don't know what it's like to live outside. They only go outside during the day. Go on. <laughs> I would love to see your go house. On. That would be so cute. It's, it's oh, a nut shop. Is what it is. It's just so cute. It sounds adorable. <laughs> it's a trip. Yeah. And so he, when Jonathan was still in the NICU unit, <clears throat> I had I had taped nursery rhymes for him. Mm -hmm. And I would play him in his ice a lot. Right. And he had this dragon toy. None of my other kids had ever had a dragon with their toys. It was only Jonathan. And so when he passed away, I put it in his coffin. So nobody knew about it. Right. Caleb wasn't even born yet. So then Caleb gets three years old and he said, Mommy, where's my box that has your voice in it? Mm -hmm. And I said, what? He says, where's the, boy, the box with your voice in it? And I said, there isn't one. Yes, there is. He said, you had stories that you talked about in it. Oh, my god. Nobody gosh. knew about it. Jonathan never came home. What? Oh, my And gosh. there's no way he would have known that. So then he said, one day he was tearing apart his toy box. I said, what are you looking for? I'm looking for my dragon. I said, what, what dragon? He said, the dragon that you pull when the music comes out. I said, Caleb, you don't have one of those. He said, yes, I did. And I said, no, you don't, sweetie. He said, yeah, don't you remember when I was in the hospital and I had all those things that were sticking in my arm? I said, Caleb, you never were in the hospital. Oh, been. That's wild. And he's like, yes, I did. And I said, no, you didn't. And he said, Mom, I've got to find my dragon toy. And I said, well, you mean that? And I had other dragons that were toys. And I said, you mean these? And he said, no. The one that goes that hung on my bed and you pulled it down and it made music. 
And I said, sweetie, you never had that. None of the kids did. And he was just hyper-insistent. So my dad had passed away and when Caleb was like three. Mm-hmm. And my mom, Caleb had told me these things. I never shared them with my mom. I guess Caleb was four, maybe five when my dad passed. And my mom's always talked to spirits. She doesn't do any of the other stuff, but she has always talked to spirits. Mm-hmm. And she called me and she said, we have to talk. And I said, well, Stan, are you okay? And she said, yeah. She said, your dad visited me last night. I said, Mom, I'm so happy for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, it concerns you as well. And I said, what do you mean? I said, I've talked to dad since he passed. I said, he hasn't. Is there a message or something? And she said, well, kind of. She said, I asked him, I have um, a brother and sister that were twins that died right after they were born. They were born prematurely. And she said, I asked him if he saw the twins. And he said, yeah, they were there. So she said, I asked him if Jonathan was there, that you would want to know that he's okay. And he said he wasn't there. Yeah. And she said, what do you mean he's not there, Tom? Where's the baby? And he said, well, he's back with his mom. Yeah. And my mom said, what are you talking about? She said, said, because he was reincarnated in Caleb. Yeah. So my mom called me, and she said, I can't believe that I got that that's what you said. And I said, well, it makes sense. And she says, why? And I said, well, let me tell you. This is what's been going on. And she about fell over. That's now, just Caleb amazing. remembers Jonathan's birthday every year just like it's his own. And he celebrates it. He always has ever since he was little. That's amazing. His middle name is John after Jonathan. But he, is, he would insist when he was little that there'd be a birthday cake for Jonathan every year. They would, I, their due date was the same. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan was born two days before Caleb's birthday. And that was only because I, like, did anything I could possibly do to go into labor because I thought, I can't deliver these boys on the same day. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. Like, I don't have that kind of strength. You know what? No. I said, I just, I, I can't. There's just no way... And so he ended up being born two days before. That's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. That's I mean, but I just did a, a podcast on reincarnation not long ago too. It, this is crazy. This yeah, it's just nuts. Same kind of stuff. That, I mean, I mean, you're that going outside now. It's your turn. The story oh. that I was talking about is just amazing. Okay, go out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it is. It's it's unbelievable. It's all true, but it's it's just like. My husband and I will sit there and talk about stuff, and it's like, we look at each other like, are we nuts? No, you're we really verify, not. No. No, we verify the hell out of everything. I mean, too many people I get have a message, stuff, I, you know, that have happened that are all across the world for hundreds of years. I mean, thousands of years. Yeah. This stuff's been going on forever. There's no way that it's yeah. all, you know, it's in your head or but that. See, we have been lied to so badly. I know. By our government. I know about everything so nobody knows what to think i mean really and it's like when it comes to the ets you know there is a reason the government won't disclose it i know i wish i knew why well i gotta tell you some of it (laughs) number one the first problem was even as far back as the 40s and eisenhower had a treaty with the ets as well Mm -hmm. but the first treaty when there was a treaty signed with the ets was on our end, and 
this is all for technology, the almighty buck, you know, it always comes down to money. And it was, we would never, ever disclose that they existed. I mean, now a lot of the HC races are wanting the disclosure. But uh, yeah, you can feel that, that there's a shift. Yeah. You can feel yeah. that. But the ones that they made the treaty with are evil. Okay. And they don't want us to know. And they made this, this treaty with them, even though they're evil. And so that was the first part. Right. And they, told, they were told they gave up our people to them. They were told they could come down, they could use our people for experiments as long as nobody was killed and nobody was taken. Jeez, in, exchange, in exchange for technology. And as soon as they signed the treaty, they started taking people and killing people. And certain people wouldn't come back. And the people that were coming back were coming back damaged because of what was being done to them. Right. So they were bad ETs that they made the treaty with, and they literally sold us. Right. But now, if they were to turn around and go against what they promised, which is to not release the information, there's no telling what they would do. Right. Right. And then you go, you have to take it a step further, because then at that point, not only we're the bad ones. You need to go outside, Missy girl. Come on, you old woman. Come on. She just starts talking to the dog. This three-hundred-year-old dog. Yeah. Go ahead. She swears she coughs and dust. <laughs> but, but, I'm starting but to feel she, like I'm coughing dust. I know. So then you take it further because our government has lied to us now. Mm-hmm. Okay, when they did all that. So now they can't go back. And say, oh, I'm sorry, we've been lying to you all this time. They can't. Number one, they can't protect us from the ETs. There's no way to do it because of the paranormal abilities. Right, right. And on top of it, like it or we have paranormal abilities. I know. We just don't know how to access them because we've never believed in it. Why do Once some people at, seem to, like with myself, some of the things that I've, like I have predicted deaths and things like that. Mm-hmm. Why yeah. are some of us so in tune with it more than others? Because it has to do with how open you are to it. Okay. Okay. I I mean, if you are in the mind state and you can get, the other thing is if your vibration is brought up high enough, Mm -hmm. it releases a lot of it as well. God. So you've got, you know, a couple things. But then the government can't protect us. Right. They have to admit that they lied. And there's a multitude of reasons. Those are the top two that I found. I'm sure there's some that are more sinister than that, but that's what the two, top two that I know of. Mm-hmm. It's like with the Bigfoots. You know, they, in order to acknowledge they exist, they have to acknowledge the ETs because that's part of who they are. Right, right. They have to acknowledge, honey, your broccoli and stuff are done. Um, then they also have to acknowledge the fact that they can't keep us safe. Right. People would be afraid to go out in state parks. The revenue from the state parks is huge. And then we get down to the fact that the ETs aren't the only thing creating cryptids. I know. I know. And the government is. Yeah, I, I spoke with that one agent, and they were. he was telling me that they, they work with basically what they call the werewolves, and that, you know, the, the, the government is... I don't know if they've yeah, created they them or whatever. But they create other things, and they cut them loose. And some of this stuff, they can't even stop. 
Why do they do it, though, Robin? What makes them do this stuff? Personally, I believe population control. That's what I was thinking, too. I felt you the know. same way. Yeah. You know, even 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 the abductions, like in the forest, like I thought, or anywhere that you know, if they if people knew, then they wouldn't be as apt to basically be the targets that they need to be yeah. for them. You know, so yeah. it's just unbelievable. This stuff is just. I have a question for you. I have been struggling so much with this for years, and I don't know how to get this under wraps. And I've been praying about this, asking the Lord for a meeting, for him to transfer me to heaven, give me a dream. Usually he comes to me when I ask him for a dream, but this is something he's been kind of quiet on with me, and I don't understand it. Do you believe in hell? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. And I don't know that I necessarily would call it that. Right. But I, I do know there is a place where there's nothing. I don't know about the fire and brimstone stuff. Right, that right. I but I do know there's this, a place for the darkness to go. And, you know, it's really odd because my first husband, he was not a good person. He's never going to be a good person. I don't care what he does or yeah. uh, what he claims. And he's literally, he died on the table the first time mm-hmm. because he... Well, you know, he's never taken care of himself. I mean, never. He's never gonna. Mm-hmm. But he um, he died on the table, and when he woke up, the first thing he did, and we weren't together at the time, he called me, and he said, "You're gonna think this is funny." He said, "But I'm scared shitless." And I said, "What?" And he said, "You know how you always said I was gonna end up in hell because of the way I was?" And I said, "Yeah." He said, "I think you're right now." And I said, "What do you mean?" And he had a heart attack. Right. And they were trying to bring him back, and he said, when it happened, he said he saw nothing but darkness. Yeah. And he heard things call him, but he said all he saw when he looked around was darkness, and he said it was the most terrifying feeling he ever got. Right. And when he came to, he said, I didn't even see light when I came to. He said, I saw no light when I died. And I saw no light when I came to, and he said, I was told that I was legally dead, and they brought me back. And he has since done, that's happened to him two more times, and it's been the same way every single time. Right. You know? And he still hasn't changed anything? No, he's just as big of an ass as he was before. I think... You know, he's not as dangerous now as he was because he's older. Yeah. And his... Hey guys, I have to take a real quick break. I will return shortly. Everybody has... We always use the term demonic, but that's it's a generalized yeah. term. You know, it, it, right, it's right. whatever the darkness is. What it is, is everybody has energy in them. Everybody has light in them. Now, when you are a negative, nasty person or whatever you want to call it, your energy is not as strong. Okay. Okay. Your energy is stronger when your vibration is high. Okay. So, like, if you're laughing and you're joking and you're having fun or, or whatever, you feel stronger. Your body feels stronger. It is because the vibration gives you more energy. Right. If I catch you up on there again, little butt, <laughs> I'm coming after your fuzzy tushy. <laughs> 
You are such a, we'll be having this conversation and then all of a sudden you'll just break out talking to this and I think you're still talking to me and I just start laughing because I'm, I'm like, you know, you're like, if I catch you, I'm going to get your fuzzy butt. And I'm like, Robin, you know? I know. If you could only see the face that I'm seeing right now. It's a toy Australian shepherd. Oh, God. And it's a male, so he's got the longer hair. That is And so it funny. sticks out around his face like a mane. He probably weighs six pounds. <laughs> and he looks like a pure, he is a purebred Aussie, but he's a toy. Yeah. He'll only be 11 pounds full grown, and he's like six, seven months old. Oh, right that's now. awesome. And I just walked into my bedroom because it's more comfortable for me to sit on my bed. Yeah. I can sit up against the wall. And he's on my nightstand because he knows I keep snacks over there. <laughs> and they all wait till I walk out of the room. Of and course. They steal my, they steal my damn snacks. Of course. Because they're all rotten. Yeah. Rotten to the no, core. No, they're smart. They're little manipulative <laughs> smart little shits. Well, they are. I went through the drive through at McDonald's earlier when I sent my daughter to the doctor. And yeah. they have these new donut things. Yeah. And they look, they're supposed to be glazed donuts. They look like they're a flower because they're all stuck together. But anyway, I took, they pull them up, they're pull apart. And I took two bites out of it, and I just realized I wasn't really as hungry as I thought I was. So yeah. I had to sit there, I walked back in my room, and he's standing in here with the bag hanging out of his mouth. That, that is hilarious. That is so cute. And I'm like, what did you do? Oh, God. And he goes running, and I'm like, you know I'm going to get your ass. Yeah, yeah. So, that's gone. So then I walk out of the room and I come back in and he's standing on the nightstand again. I'm like, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, God, I miss having animals so much. Oh, my God, they're crazy. Oh, my God, I miss it, though. Chester, you get so, up here because you have to have your pill yet. I wanted but, to, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. So what I was going to say is... Okay, so everybody has this energy and a light. Mm -hmm. People can call it the white light of Christ. For people that are atheists, I just say it's the light that you carry inside of you because we all have it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what religion you have. It doesn't matter your belief system. We actually all just have it. Right. And so what you're going to do, if you can, telekinesis is a, is a real deal. I have been trying to figure, I have actually tried to do that, and I just can't figure it out yet. But I've been trying well, to think, okay, what do I need to do to figure this out? No, you don't have to physically be moving things through the air. Okay. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. Okay. Okay? If you can see it in your mind and manifest it in your mind, you can make it happen. Okay. And so what you're going to do. And I tell people when they start out, close your eyes. Once you're used to it, you don't have to close your eyes to do anything. Okay. But I tell people to close their eyes for the reason that your eyes are one of your senses. Yeah. So if your eyes are open, you're not 100% focused because your eyes are going to be reactive. They're going to, you know... You're not going to be focused as much as you need to. You can't over-focus, but you don't want to make it so easy that when your eyes are looking around, you just can't. I know, yeah. A distraction. You just can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I start, go in a quiet place, go sit on your bed, or wherever it's quiet for you, in the car, wherever you want. But where you can relax, and it's quiet. You right. don't need to think about a thing. You're going to imagine energy and light. And pick a spot in your body that's comfortable. Mine comes from my heart. Okay. A lot of people do. I know people that it comes from their abdomen, wherever. Right. But whatever feels comfortable for you. And you're going to imagine this big ball of energy and light in your body, in your mind. You're going to manifest it getting bigger okay. and bigger. 
have a color to it, or can it just be bright white well, light? Okay. It's generally people see it as a white light. Yeah. But you can, you know, sometimes it'll be yellow, sometimes it'll be white. Okay. But it's a light. Okay. Yeah, you know, everybody's different. And the thing about all of these abilities and paranormal stuff, it's customized for everybody. So don't feel that yours has to be. As I know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't feel it has to be the same as everybody else's. Okay. So you're gonna. In your mind, you're going to see it getting bigger and bigger. And you're going to see it getting bigger to the point that it's filling up every orifice of your body. Okay. And then you're just going to keep imagining it getting bigger and going outside of your body like a giant bubble that you're in. And that's what you want. Now, oh. a lot of people, when they're doing it correctly, even though your eyes are closed, it's going to seem lighter. It's almost like if you were to stand in front of a light bulb, it gets lighter right. with your eyes closed. That's normal. Okay? Okay. So that's a good thing. It doesn't mean it's not working if you don't, but it's also very good if it does. Okay. And you're going to push that out and around you. And what it does is it pushes away anything negative. Okay. And it, it keeps the bad stuff off you. And it, basically, you're creating a bubble around you. Does it stay, though? Like, if you're not thinking about it, does it stay around you? Yeah, once you get it out okay. there, it can stay. Now, okay. like, I, I bubble people, that's what I do, okay. and I know how to seal it. In your case, it, until you're used to it and you've been doing it for a while, it may not stay out for long. But if you ever feel like you're in a situation where there's negative things around you, especially him, okay. you can do that. And you'll be able to do it to where... You don't have to be sitting quiet. You don't have to have your eyes closed. You can be out cooking dinner, and somebody walks by you that you can pick up bad vibes off of, and you're just okay. going to automatically know so how to do it. So we're putting up a shield. Okay, I gotcha. And that's what it is. Okay. Now, let's say you're concerned. Let's say he's laying in bed next to you, and you're afraid of what's going to come in during the night. You're going to build that bubble bigger and bigger, and you're going to do it till you fill up the entire room. Okay. 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 You can cover properties. You can cover the house. You yeah. can do anything. You know, you can go up to your child, put your hands on your child, and completely push it on over them okay. as well. Okay. I've been doing it long enough where I don't have to be on site to bubble somebody. All I have to do is think about it and focus on it and just do it all around them. Okay. But that's how you start. Okay. Now, if you feel like something has attached itself to you because of him or anything, you're going to go... It's always, if you could get to, like, a waterfall, that works better. But not all of us can get to a waterfall. Let's be realistic. So what you're going to do is go into the shower with as cold a water as you can possibly stand it, which sucks. You want it above your head. You want it to come down your head and down over your entire body so it goes directly down the drain. Okay. And then as soon as you get out of that, that freezing cold water, do this, the energy and light thing and bubble yourself, and it seals it. Jeez, you're not asking for a lot, are you? <laughs> Believe it or not, once you get you could have picked it, warm water, Robin. I mean, come on. No. Do you know what? This is what happened when I was in Pennsylvania. Lisa's like, listen, I've got to teach you how to do this. And I said, what? She's like, we're going by the waterfall because if anything tried to attach to you mm -hmm. up in the mountains, we'll get it off you. And, and we go to the, the waterfall, and you go on the view where it comes off the edge of the waterfall. You want to be below it. It doesn't have to be directly under. It can be off to the side, so you just get the mist. Okay. And that works to cleanse you as well. And I'm like, okay, so we're doing that, and it's ice cold. And I'm like, okay. And she says, but if you can't, then you can go home and do the shower. I'm like, you suck ass. <laughs> so then we get home. Okay, so we get back to her place after Earth Keeper and everything. And mm -hmm. then I said, you go in the house. You don't come out no matter what. She's like, okay. So I go outside. 
and it was like a memory of instinctively what I'm supposed to do. And now, and they will tell you, the puts will tell you over and over again, when it's time, you'll remember. I'm so sick of that saying. It makes me want to. Uh, I know. But it's the truth. Like how can you? When you need it, you automatically do it. It's 100% right. Okay. So I go out there and I'm doing my thing, and all of a sudden I hear this voice, and I swear I heard, um, Earth Keeper and I stand beside you, and I felt something put their hand on my shoulder, and honest to God, it felt like God. Did it really? Yeah. Yeah, and it just makes you, I just wanted to ball. So, oh, Robin, that's amazing. Yeah, and so I did that, and when I did, I just started doing all this stuff, and I could hear the bad ones coming towards me. I couldn't see them, but then I would hear Earth Keeper say, it's dead, it's dead. You know, and I'm like, okay, cool. So I went out there, and then I built this energy wall around the whole property. So I was out there for several hours. Wow, that's amazing. Oh, boy. We have, we've got waterfalls around here, but the problem is they're deep in the forest, and then you got to worry about getting abducted. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I'm not so sure about that. Maybe I'll pick well, the shower. Well, it's a cold shower. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> Pennsylvania, I think I'll choose the shower at this point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because you guys got some weird shit in your woods. No, my you. daughter Chandler, my daughter Chandler will not stay out of the woods. She did, And she knows all about this stuff. She's had so many psychic experiences. This child can see. She can uh-huh. hear things she can feel things like she is so ultra sensitive and this child will not stay out of the woods i'm like yeah. she's 22 and she just she has a mission to just you know she loves to hike and do all the stuff and i'm just like i just pray constantly for my kids i pray for them all the time yeah you know you I'm just, yeah really yeah absolutely i have to pray for them because so, they're all nuts <laughs> yeah so i get done with that and I go in, and I'm just like, I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I was out there for God knows how long. I go in the house, and Lisa's sitting on the couch, and she said, are you all right? And I said, are you all right? And she said, I'm unbelievable. She's like, this whole house feels lighter. This whole house feels peaceful. She said, it's been eight years since I felt this. Yeah. And she said, I don't know what you did out there, but she said, this house shook like an earthquake. Oh, that's from amazing. top to bottom, and she said, and it's been fine ever since. Wow, that's <laughs> that amazing. was back in like 2013 or 14. So now you put the bubble up, and then now you do you do the shower first before you do any of it now, or do you? No, if you're gonna do a shower with it, you're gonna shower first and then do it. Okay, and, and do you recommend me doing that to start? No, you can just work on an energy bubble. The only okay. time you got to do the whole cold shower thing is if you really want to see what's attached to you. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, there, if you came to my house and felt, if you met, you know. I don't feel anything attached to you right now. Okay, yeah, but I mean the house. It's not It's not really me as much. It's it's what he, it's when he's around. But see, when you, you know? do, yeah, you can do the whole house. You okay. can do the energy bubble around you. You can go out in your living room. And do it around you and just keep making it bigger and bigger and bigger yeah. until it fills every crevice there. I you feel know? like something really protects me. There is something that protects me. I, it's so crazy. My daughter's even seen it. She's seen something, like, with me. and But I still, like, I'm so stressed out from all the situation with him, you know. So now, what you can do is a couple things is when you just feel like it's overwhelming. Yeah. Do the, do the energy thing. Okay. Because it will make you feel lighter. Okay. I will definitely start okay. doing that. Um, if you feel like you are 
Well, in energy, you can also do yes, it. Yes, that's a big um, one. You know, you can do that. You can also turn around and take it a step further. And if you go outside, <laughs> um, where the ground is at, okay, take your shoes off, like so that you're barefoot. Yeah. You're barefoot on the ground. I sleep like that with a grounding mat. I sleep with an earthing mat. Yeah. Yeah. But you, you go out there and you literally imagine in your mind pulling energy up from the ground into the bottom of your feet and up through your entire body. Okay. And it will give you energy. If it's wintertime and you can't do that, go and do it on concrete because underneath the concrete is earth. earth. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. Like, That's you know, awesome. go down to your basement or whatever. Now, when you do it for other people, do you just visualize the person while you're doing yep. it? Okay. Yep. My sons need it, especially. They're going through some struggles right now. Yeah. No, you can absolutely do it. I do it for my kids all the time. I do it for people. People count on me doing it for people. Okay. I do it all over the place. Okay, guys. I'm going to end it there. Um, we just kind of said goodbye shortly after and that was it that is my first official conversation with robin with many many more to come lots of visits hopefully um i want to say something here i know that our first instinct as christians you know when you are a christian or you believe in god and we've we've heard so many things about you know, the new age, um, stuff, the yoga, um, how all this stuff can draw demons to you and things like that. Like we have to be really careful about like that new age spiritualism and, you know, all this stuff that we hear about. Um, the reason that I'm so open-minded with some of this stuff is because I know in my heart that because the world is run by Satan, that we have been stripped of so much knowledge. We've been, we've had books taken out of the Bible. Um, the Bible has been reworded in some ways, rewritten. Um, we've been taught only what they want us to know. Stripped of our abilities, the awareness of our abilities. You know, people that have psychic um, powers and psychic abilities, we just marvel at them because we just can't believe they can do this stuff when really, in reality, we all have those abilities. It's just some of us are more open to it. It's like Robin said, you know, my instinct is that the ETs, I feel, are of the demonic realm. I feel that there might be good ones. Like when the watchers came, you know, first you had the fallen angels, then you had the watchers that came, the watchers were of the light and then they fell too, but they didn't fall like Lucifer's clan fell. They didn't fall in the context that they, you know, just turned against God and hated God and wanted to destroy him. They were just being disobedient. There was a difference there. Yes, they got punished, but then the other watchers were sent down, the ones that were of the light. The ETs that we consider ETs that are the good ones could be those watchers. I don't know. I don't know what they look like. You know, I don't know what forms they've taken. We don't know. And we're probably not going to know everything here. But it is very important that we understand that 
this isn't just cut and dry, guys. We haven't been, you know, we all live our life as Christians, you know, just reading a Bible, going to church, praying to God. It's very simple, very cut and dry. And we limit ourselves so much for fear that if we open up doors, it's going to lead us into the demonic realm. And I, I fully understand that. And I get that part of it. But there is so much out there. There's information that we don't know. Even in the book of Enoch, he told us so much. So many things that Enoch shared with us. And that book was taken out of the Bible. Now it's, you know, people doubt it. They don't know whether it's truly a book of the Bible. Um, you can see why it was taken out of the Bible. Because it offers so much information. So the stuff that Robin's saying is very, very possible. There, there's a strong possibility that every bit of it's true. You know, that, that there are ETs or they could be the watchers. There could be good ones. There could be bad ones. We just don't know. You know, we've heard stories, lots of stories of Sasquatch that are good, Sasquatch that are bad. Same with dogmen, good ones, bad ones, just like people. We've all been given free will, you know, right down to the angels. They've been given free will. So we have to understand that there's just a lot out there that we don't know. A lot of things God has not told us or shared with us. Or he has shared with us and it's been taken away from us by Satan or these other groups that I don't know how they intertwine with each other or if they intertwine. You know, I don't know if the draconians with AI and the cabal that runs this government is indeed, you know, all intertwined with Lucifer or is it, you know, different stuff? We just don't know. But there's so much we don't know. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing these podcasts. We're here to listen, to hear other people's experiences, not to judge it, not to form an opinion of it, but to listen to it. Listen to every person's experience that you can get your hands on or your ears on and take it in. Listen and learn. We may never have the answers here, but it's important that we protect ourselves, that we get the word out, we protect the people that we love. And the way that we're going to do that is by hearing other people's encounters and stories, finding out what they've been through, what they've encountered, what's worked for them to get out of some of the predicaments that they, they've gotten into with these beings that have you know, hunted them down, found them, stalked them, whatever. That's why we need to know this stuff. It isn't really about, oh, okay, now I have it all figured out. I know what's going on. We're not going to get to that point while we're here, guys. We just need to know if, you know, this situation arises, what has worked for somebody else that is, you know, like if a reptilian walks through my my wall, you know, and I start spouting out the name of Jesus and it, it apparates, you know that that's a weapon against it. That's the importance of these podcasts. It's that we gain knowledge and understanding, more understanding. Like I said, we're not going to have it all. You know, we have to understand that we are, we're just babies here. I mean, we've been stripped of so much from 
the dark forces. They just don't want us to know anything. They don't want us protected. They don't want us knowledgeable. They want us sick, dead, whatever they can get out of us. They've enslaved us. You know, they've, they've, they've made us sick. They soak us for everything they can get out of us. And then they kill us. And with the hopes of taking our soul with them. I don't think any of us understand the level of hatred that these entities have for us. And believe me, they hate us. To the core of their being, they hate us. And they want our utter destruction. That's why our knowledge has been stripped of us. That's why it's important to keep an open mind with this stuff. I'm not saying, you know, that you're going to agree with everything that you hear. You may feel something feels off for you. And it might, be, it, feel, it might feel right for somebody else. That's why we need to listen. Less talking, more listening. That's what we have to practice here. Try to gain as much understanding as we can by listening. You guys have a wonderful night. Love to you all. God bless you all. Find the Lord. Stay close. Put on your armor every day, guys. We're in a battle down here. Be prepared to fight this battle because they never tire. Stay close to the Lord. You guys take care. God bless.